Good morning and welcome to the Mining Stock Daily with me, Paul Harris. We are at the PMS uh, Precious Metal Summit in Zurich in Switzerland, day two. And uh, first off today, we're talking about gold production in the Americas. And I'm joined by Greg Smith, president and CEO of Equinox Gold. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Paul. Um, how are you today? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well indeed. It's been a busy couple of days and uh, today will be no different. Now, um, I want to get straight into it. You uh, put out a feasibility study for the Los Filos project in, uh, in Mexico um, a few weeks ago. Very positive study. Um, some very good numbers in there. Why don't you sort of start off by giving us a sort of brief summary of, of some of those uh, numbers? Yeah, when we acquired Los Filos, part of the thesis for that acquisition was the expansion potential at the mine. Uh, the mine we knew would benefit from the construction of a CIL plant. Uh, it took us some time to do the study, but ultimately decided or determined that a 10,000 ton per day CIL plant would be the best option for the project. Substantially increases the mine life, increases peak annual production to over 360,000 ounces of gold per year, and, um, and really opens up the potential of that mine longer term. Okay, thank you. Now, the, the, the feasibility study had some very positive numbers in it. Um, as you mentioned, sort of 360,000 ounce a year, sort of run rate, production run rate, um, IRR of over 20%, um, you know, pr pretty good numbers, mm -hmm. but the, the company hasn't yet decided to, you haven't made a, a construction decision. Um, what, why is that? Uh, there's, well, two primary reasons. I think, um, as you know, we are in the middle of constructing our Greenstone project in uh, Ontario, and that's a fairly large capital project for the company, and we've got to make sure that, that uh, we're allocating our capital uh, in a way that allows us to complete that construction right, on time and on budget. And so that's the primary focus of, of the company right now. The other reason is we've, you know, since we've owned those fields, we have had some social issues at the site. Uh, there's been a number of blockades, and um, you know, until we're more comfortable with the situation there. I think it's fair to say that the risk profile is a little too high for us to be uh, deploying $300 million into that expansion. Okay, and I guess we're, we're, we are in an inflationary environment and we've seen other developers, when there's been a, let's say, extension to the project development times, they've been really hit by the market really hard. And I guess if you've had the potential of social unrest and blockades, that just, you know, as you say, risk the potential for the timeline to be extended is uh, is perhaps too high. Well, and we also have our Castle Mountain project in California, right? And we are in the middle of permitting uh, what we call our phase two expansion there that would increase production at Castle Mountain to over 200,000 ounces of gold per year. So as we come off the Greenstone build, if I'm looking at where the company, and we're looking at where the company should be next allocating capital for the best return on a risk-adjusted basis, Castle Mountain is, is where I think we want to be. So uh, when you kind of look at, you know, just over the next several years here, the development we have in front of us, those two projects, Greenstone and Castle Mountain, for a number of reasons, take priority over those fields. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit more about Greenstone. How's that build going? Where are you in, in that build and uh, what have you got left to do there? Uh, it's going very well. We, uh, in, our, in our Q3 results, we announced that we are almost 60% complete. We're over 60% complete today. That was as of October 21st. Uh, in September, we did take uh, our analysts and a number of stakeholders to the site for the first visit that we've had uh, since construction started. Uh, and really since we've owned the project. And everyone got a chance to see it and you can see the progress on our website as well. But 
uh, the, the build is going very well. It's on time, it's on budget. The, um, the sort of risk areas that we identified around supply chain and some of the key milestones we've had to complete to remain on target, uh, we've been able to continue to do so. Uh, we've had some cooperation uh, with, um, with uh, some easing, I think, in those supply chain constraints, some easing in some of the areas that we were predicting a little more inflation. Uh, the Canadian-U.S. exchange rate has also been cooperating. So it's been a really uh, positive um, process for us so far, and I'll be there in December again and here in Really, uh, um, things are going going very well at Greenstone. Okay, thank you. I'd, I'd like to sort of broaden out now, Greg, if I may. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Part of the, the the philosophy or the strategy of the company, and you know, you've got various producing assets, using the cash flow from those to build uh, to build new assets, mm -hmm. build up towards eventually a, a one million ounce a year producer. Um, fine on paper, but obviously we've entered into a period of time of lower gold prices. An inflationary environment, the, the company's all in sustaining costs have been increasing, margins have been squeezed. You're perhaps, I would argue, not generating the amount of free cash flow that you, you thought you would, let's say, a year ago or even before that. So, is there a, you know, a lot of, or some analysts have called, you know, there's a cash crunch coming in Equinox Gold. Um, what, what's your view of the situation? Well, I don't think there's any debate that. Uh you know, with a stagnant gold price and inflation like we've seen over the last year, it has caused some kind of margin compression at our company and, and other companies. We are a, a um, at the moment, a higher cost producer. And uh, we also are a producer involved in a large capital project. And we've been doing that largely with, with um, not just internal cash flow, but debt, right? And we've got rising interest rates. So that is a, a more challenging environment for a company like ours that has been growing using that strategy, which has always been our strategy, as you said. Uh, I don't think we're going to have a cash crunch at Equinox. I mean, we've got, you know, in our treasury, around $150 million of, of cash today. We've got um, another 130 available under our revolving credit facility. We have an accordion feature under that facility for another $100 million. We have uh, around between 225 and $250 million in an equity portfolio. And then we have cash flow from our mining operations. We have seen um, recently uh, you know, an uptick in the gold price again. It's over $100 up since uh, about a week and a half ago. And we've also seen inflation easing somewhat in some of the jurisdictions in which we operate, which I also think is, is positive. And we're focused next year on, um, on a budget and, and mine plans that can maximize cash flow as we move through our Greenstone build. And there's other, there's other levers we can always pull if we needed to. Um, and uh, we've got a good supportive shareholder base. And, and uh, so I'm, I, obviously it's something we need to focus on and, and, uh, and, and be very uh, responsible in, in cash management as we go through a fairly large build for this company. But I would disagree that we have a cash crunch uh, for sure. Okay, so with, with the, uh, the outgoings next year on, uh, on Greenstone, how much will you be deploying next year or capital spend? Uh, well, we're not, we haven't given official guidance for 2023 yet, but um, our total, you know, roughly as of today, probably another $400 million attribu attributable to Equinox in that build. That doesn't include any benefit from pre-commercial gold production, which we think could be around $70 million. 
uh, doesn't include any um, benefit from, for example, uh, equipment leasing rather than purchase, which we are looking at doing, which would defer some of that cash into the operating period. And we're also looking at a few things that would, um, construction projects that would be deferred into the commercial production period. So 400 notionally, probably something less than that. And, um, and we feel like we're in good shape to finance that. So it sounds like there's various different levers you can pull. You've, you've obviously got cash flow from existing operations to deploy first, then you've got your cash balance. And then I, I guess uh, you've got the choice of whether you, to what extent you go further into your revolver and Correct. push out the accordion yeah. and or sell the, the stock portfolio you've yeah. got. Correct, and in our, in our conference call, um, Q3 conference call, we also also noted that um, we are assessing the implementation of a at-the-market financing facility. Uh, and for those that don't know what that is, it just gives the company the ability to sell shares directly from Treasury into the market as and when needed, if uh, necessary. And that's something that we think is a good insurance product and gives us some flexibility over the next couple of years if we needed to raise capital. Um, but that's, you know, that's probably the only equity-based uh, financing that we may undertake, and, and we're still assessing that now. And in, in short, that basically means you've cleared all the, sort of, let's say, the regulatory hurdles to be able to issue more stock. And so you've got the flexibility to, when the moment is exactly right, you can act. Yeah, and you don't need to do a, you wouldn't do a bot deal. You don't need to go to a broker and, and raise money that way. You can just... Um, sell into the market and you can do as little as you want. You know, the, you have a, a, a fair amount of flexibility with that kind of product. So we're assessing that and we'll, we'll see where we get to, but we're feeling pretty good about things. Okay, with let's say 400 million of capital to deploy next year, how how close to the bottom of the, of, of, of the asset, the, the cash base, do you think you will get? Well, we're, to be close yeah, or? well, we're going to make sure that we're not, we don't get too tight. I've yeah. been the CFO of a, of a mining company before, right through the financial crisis. And, um, you know, we'll take whatever action we need to take to ensure that we don't get too tight. We, we need to have minimum cash balances for a company of our size anyway. So, like I said, we'll be managing it carefully, but um, we've got a, a lot of different levers that we can pull. In, in terms of the, the sort of debt, I imagine there's some sort of uh, covenants in there, mm -hmm. as you say, about cash balances or other, other aspects. What, what are the, the ones, the, the covenants there that are perhaps the ones that are going to condition what you do most? I mean, we have, we have pretty standard EBITDA covenants and, um, that are based on a net, a net debt ratio. Uh, we've, we've been well on side of those covenants and, and we're predicting we'll remain well on side of those covenants. Okay. Well, let, let's look forward. Um, you said Greenstone's coming along on time and on budget. So when are you anticipating first production from Greenstone? First half of 2024. So, you know, about a year from now, we should be rapidly approaching the point of hot commissioning. And then uh, gold pour, we haven't given a specific date. We're, we're still saying the first half of 2024. That gives us a little bit of headroom for, for some changes, but, um, uh, but that's the plan right now. Okay. And then after that, you, I think you mentioned that the next one will be uh, Castle Mountain. That will be the next uh, project, it, the expansion there. Yeah. In an ideal situation, we would receive the permit to commence that expansion just as we're completing construction at, at Greenstone. And there could be a six months on either side um, uh, range of when that permit would come in. But we started that process in March of this year. Uh, we've received um, 
you know, a notice of completeness of our application from the uh, regulators, state regulators, county regulators. We expect to hear from the BLM by the end of this year, and then that'll set the stage for the process that'll commence in the new year, whether an EIA or an EIS, based on what the regulators decide. And, um, and really, it's a pretty straightforward um, permitting process. All we're doing is, is taking an existing operating mine and expanding the uh, activity at that mine to increase production. Okay, thank you. Um, to, so as, as a final question, Greg, um, 2023, what are the key things you want to achieve next year? Well, of course, as we've talked about, Greenstone on time, on budget is a huge focus for us. Um, you know, this year we did have some operating challenges at a few of our projects, and I really do want to um, kind of take a step back and, and really focus on the operations. You know, we've grown very quickly. You know, four years ago, we didn't have any, any mines or any production at all, and uh, since that time, we've grown to seven mines with a, another one in construction. So. Uh, we've grown very quickly, and, and now we really need to kind of look inward, I think, focus on the projects we have, focus on our operations, and, um, and really uh, uh, get this company to the point where, you know, we're, we're, we're making good cash, we're achieving our guidance, we're able to pay down debt, return value to shareholders, and then continue looking forward to more growth, and probably near term, that would be uh, development of Castle Mountain. Okay, as part of that uh, sort of internal review process, is there one of the potential outcomes of that, some sort of potential rationalization? You know, we've been pretty um, consistent in doing that over the last number of years. We've sold two mines, um, we've sold a few other assets, we've spun out our copper company, uh, participated in the creation of I-80 Gold through the premier transaction. So, so we've, 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 we've done that in the past. I think that if the opportunity presented itself and it made sense, we would continue to do that in the future. I think ultimately we'd like to get to the point where you know we've got some big, long life, chunky assets, um, and uh, and so I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, will, I certainly wouldn't say we wouldn't do that. You know, if, it, it all depends on the situation and the opportunity. Okay. Well, I wish you the, the best of luck with that and a, and a, and a productive 2023. Equinox Gold trades on the TSX under EQX and on the NICE American also under EQX. Greg Smith, President and CEO, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks, Paul. And that's all from me, Paul Harris. Join us for more from Mining Stock Daily soon. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.